Hi there. Are you a freshman on campus finding it hard to keep yourself fed while adjusting to the college life? Or maybe you've just moved here from out of state and want to know the local favorites near the University of Akron. Well, we've got you covered at the Food for Thought podcast. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes and discussions. And now, enjoy some Food for Thought. Hello, everyone. I'm Alyssa Lawrence, and welcome to this week's episode. Last week, we had a guest join us for a discussion on the podcast talking about college experiences with eating habits, but today it's just going to be me again. I'm going solo today, and we're going to be talking about something that I consider really interesting and also very relevant in the college and campus environment. We're going to be talking about a few different areas of college student eating habits and the impact that those habits during their time in college have on their future, especially relating to food preferences. This topic that is not discussed enough in my opinion, and I think that these four years of new experiences and independence with the transition from being at home or coming to a completely new independent environment is where new habits form, like just grabbing a meal that is not only fast, but also affordable because come on, we're college students and fast food options are the number one choices for most college students these days. I will admit that starting off freshman year, I definitely chose the fast food route more times than not just because it was quick, easy, and affordable, and just like every other college student, that was my thought process. And I also didn't have to do the dishes, which was always a a major plus for me because my apartment did not have a dishwasher. I would just stop and get McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Arby's, Subway, all the time. I got used to just eating fast food for a while because... I didn't really know how to manage my time functionally or organize a schedule. Once I got the hang of things uh, and managed to build my own personal schedule to follow of when I'd be grocery shopping and making meals or meals prepping for the week, that's when I really started to notice a change in my diet. The building of your schedule and the realization that fast food isn't the only option for students is where the real change begins. Learning and adapting to time management, organization, and sticking with a routine will help you stay on track in school, work, and your overall health. One of the hardest parts for me was actually wanting to be better and put better food in my body. I absolutely loved going to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or Arby's, especially because I knew exactly what I was going to be eating and I looked forward to that comfort of knowing I'm going to be getting this, and it's going to taste like this, and it's going to cost this, and then just going home and throwing it away. I didn't have to worry about dishes or how to meal prep or grocery shop, but you can only live like that for so long. So once you really start to understand the importance of your the health and the food that goes into your body is where you can really start to change. One of the problems with just eating fast food all the time because it's quick and affordable is that it's also pretty detrimental to your health and if those four years of college where you're eating nothing but fast food is where habits start to form and you get used to just getting fast food over and over again to where you're not used to making food for yourself or you never even learn how to. If I wouldn't have figured out how to meal prep cook and shop for myself, I would have never figured out that there is a better lifestyle than just fast food all of the time. One of the reasons that I started eating um, fast food so much was because I was just used to that growing up and my parents didn't really cook that much so we were always going out to eat, we were going to Longhorn, Olive Garden, 
outback places like that to eat so I never really learned how to make an actual dinner for myself but as soon as I got started with cooking for myself and meal prepping and grocery shopping and formulating my own schedule I definitely got used to the idea that I was the sole provider for my meals and I had to cook whatever was going into my body. I'm definitely not saying that I don't eat fast food ever. I eat it every now and again just because of convenience still, but I would prefer to make my own meals or go home to put something in the microwave that I've already meal prepped for myself for the week because I know that I spent the money and time to grocery shop and plan ahead for myself. There's also something to say about the way eating healthier makes me feel, and I I know that other people feel this way as well, but when I am really on top of things and on top of my schedule and meal prepping really good that week or um, have a lot of good foods that I'm using that week, I feel better and I feel better that I'm eating three solid meals a day instead of just getting fast food every day and relying on the convenience and affordability. There is one downside, however, to meal prepping and grocery shopping and making all of your own meals, and it's finding the in-between times of when you are eating lunch or in between work and class. It's definitely hard to pack your own lunch, especially when you don't know if there's going to be resources available to use, like a microwave. But once you get the hang of things and really understand how to meal prep, grocery shop for yourself, and what kind of things that you enjoy eating and cooking for yourself, things get a lot easier. I also don't find time to meal prep for myself every week. And in those cases, I just use what I have on hand. And it's really easy to find sample ingredients that you can use for different recipes at the store, like some different rices or pastas that will go into many different dishes that you can make. And I've also learned that it's getting really easy to incorporate vegetables in my meals. I used to be very picky and not like anything green or especially Brussels sprouts and broccoli, but now I've come to realize that they are not scary foods and they actually are good once you cook them. And when I first started out teaching myself how to cook and experimenting with different recipes and grocery shopping, my meals included basic meals like chicken and rice and broccoli, easy pasta recipes, different like salads that I could store overnight and just grab on the go or simple eggs and bacon in the morning. But now that I'm more capable and really enjoy cooking for myself, I grew a confidence of trying out any recipe that looks good or I think I'll be able to make. Most of the time when I'm cooking and I'm using different spices or adding some flavor into my meals, I usually just wing it and I go off of the taste test method. I don't really measure out teaspoons of salt and pepper or garlic powder and stuff. I just throw in whatever I think is going to taste good and then I smell it or I taste it and I just judge from there. Some breakfast meals that I currently like to make for myself are omelets, french toast, I like yogurt bowls or smoothie bowls, and any kind of oatmeal is really good too. For lunches, I usually tend to either have sandwiches or some sort of meal prepped meal that like a chicken and rice or a protein and a veggie or something like that. And my dinners is where I really like to cook and spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I have been making Italian sausage and peppers a lot recently. That is one of my favorites. I've also been making um, different baked pasta recipes. 
Now, there are many different ways you can meal prep for yourself. It just depends on personal food choices and what's convenient for you. The way that I learned how to meal prep was using the week-by-week -week method, which is where you just plan your meals out for one week in advance. And how you do that is you pick one protein, so that could be either chicken, steak, shrimp, salmon, whatever you name it. And you could also add your rice for the week and a veggie or two. And then you add your flavoring, and that's optional. But I usually separate my containers out, and I add my rice, my veggies, and then my protein all to my containers. And I usually have mine pre-cooked, and then I separate them. And so that way, I all I have to do for preparing those meals is just to microwave it for a couple minutes or a minute and enjoy. And all meal prepping really is, is just portioning out your meals and ingredients for throughout the week so you can grab it and go. If you're one that's ever packed up your leftovers for the next day, then you've already somewhat have meal prepped. Some people question why you would meal prep in the first place, and all it is is just convenience, efficient, and reduces waste. But meal prepping also helps those people that can't find the time to cook three meals for themselves every day. Meal prepping is definitely not for everybody, and it doesn't fit everybody's lifestyle, but it is good for those people that are good with their time and like convenience and efficiency more than just variety. We will now be moving on to our dorm-friendly recipe today, and we are going to be making a microwave quesadilla roll-up. And this is super easy and quick to make. You can call it a quesadilla roll-up or a protein roll-up, whatever you want to call it. But what you're going to need for this recipe are flour tortillas, your preferred choice of shredded cheese, then you're going to add a protein to your quesadilla. I like to use grilled trip grilled chicken strips from Aldi's. They're pre-cooked and when I found out Aldi's had these, it was a game changer. And you can add grilled chicken to any meal and all you have to do is microwave them. They're super, super easy to use. Then you'll add the veggies. You can, it is completely chef's choice, but I like to add diced tomatoes, shredded lettuce, bell peppers, and black olives. You can add guacamole or sour cream if you like. I usually have guac cups from Aldi's as well. Those are also super, super convenient to have because they come in a pack of like six to eight and you can add guac to any meal that you make. I usually use the guac cups from Aldi's for my avocado toast or adding them to omelets. How you're going to make this microwave quesadilla is just by laying a tortilla flat on a microwave safe plate. Then you're going to add your cheese and then on top of the cheese, you're gonna add your protein and you'll microwave that for about a minute, a minute 30, whatever the cheese starts to look a little bit melted. And then you're gonna throw on your veggies and guac and sour cream, and then it'll be ready to serve and enjoy. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and be sure to check back next week for a very special episode on Food for Thought. 